recording, right? Yes, Wait, that's what the red bar means. Hooray! Mm. Are we live? When the numbers go up. <laughs> Welcome back to the seventh star to the right podcast. This is the um, the eighth session. How are you guys doing? Great. I mean, we've been playing for sixteen hours straight, more or less. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but I'm I'm ready to go. It's like a whole new day. <laughs> I, it's like that because it is that. Oh, okay. So you guys leveled up in the last session. Um, I assume you've all have gone through and done the, the little bits and bobs. Uh, let's go around the table real quick and just talk about the new things that people got, the new shiny things. Philip, you want to start? All right. I know you want to talk very much about sure. it. I, well, <laughs> I, I don't know if I do. I'm just <laughs> having a realization that, oh, I, I, it's hard to make me die. Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> One of us should that, do that. Way. That is my job. Um, so, yeah, Micah's... Uh, pretty pretty healthy. Got twenty seven HP now. Jesus, at level three. At level three, yes. <laughs> cool. um, I have so. nine. <laughs> you have nine <laughs> HP. Oh my god! Yo. Oh, you guys are squishy, huh? <laughs> yeah. So um, I have, I guess, yeah, f- four skill points. Two of what because of like the the psychic. Focus that I got, two of them I have to put into psychic stuff. So I leveled up my telekinesis uh, to level two, uh, which uh, let me get the technique slip field so I can make folks slip sometimes. Slip field. Slip, yeah. Fantastic. So um, we'll, we'll see if that comes up. And also I'm better at shooting and armor and like everything. Because <laughs> you really needed that. Yes. <laughs> really need more armor. Pile it on. Sorry. Also, I've been doing more yoga, and I uh, got another point in exert. Nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. Even better at yoga. <laughs> yeah, yoga is, like, core to my build. It's like, I I need to protect these stupid people. What can I do? More yoga. More yoga. Yoga, yoga is always the answer. Kirsten? Okay. What did Nona um, get? Yeah, so Nona got better at fix, which seems like it could be relevant sometime. And then also took... A peripheral routine, really bad at saying that word, get ready for me to mess it up every other time, Um, which is commit processing for the day as an on-turn for the rest of the scene. Either your wisdom or intelligence modifier is increased by plus one up to a maximum of plus three. A given attribute can be boosted only once in any scene. This doesn't alter your maximum processing score. So what that means, if I try (laughs) really, really hard... For the entire day, sometimes I can be less dumb. Same, man. (laughs) (laughs) It takes a while, though. Um, Let's see. Alex uh, sunk a few scope points into biopsionics, being better at healing. Um, Took, excuse me, took a a technique in biopsionics to be better at healing. um, And then put a point into talk so that he is better at talking. Just a little bit. Um, it didn't. It didn't actually affect my modifiers or anything. But you know, I had the extra scope point. I was like, "All right, I foresee lots of talking in the future." And that's where. That's that's it. That's all I did. I, I gained one point of <laughs> HP. Oh yeah. boy! So Nona and Alex, what are, what are your hit points currently? Thirteen. Nine. Wow, you're squishy, I'm Nona, squishy. as a robot. Yeah, but that's okay because I got iron hide. I've got a squishy center, but the outside is very hard. Very hard. Like a Tootsie Pop. 
Exactly. And by our powers combined, we have slightly more HP than Micah does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? No, wait, how, wait, how much, did, how much no. did you say you have? 20. Wait, 13. 13? No, plus no, nine. no. No, that's less. That's 22. <laughs> that is In less. my head, I was like, ah, 32. Just did it. <laughs> but nope. Okay, cool. That's fine. Hmm. <laughs> All right. So what do you guys remember from uh, last session? Uh, Claire we, did drugs. We got Claire stopped doing drugs, and then she did drugs to get over the not having done enough drugs. Yeah, and, and then she stopped bad. doing drugs again. Which yeah. is good. And we yeah. wanted to take her to it a really hospital or something. Roller coaster of emotions going on here with the drugs. Oh, it was. <laughs> There's also a very big character moment in that we, oh. we now oh, yeah, right. know that did happen last time, did it? Aerobic. Surprise, everyone. But more importantly, our daughter, Jess. <laughs> yes. Our, yes. our space daughter is. We have to look our, after our her health. Space daughter. <laughs> She's not feeling well, and we need to get her to the hospital. <laughs> Yeah, so those were the two big things, I think. Oh, and we, we made it to the Paragon something? The, Baragon, the Paragon the Freelancers. Baragon. The Paragon. The Paragon Freelancers. That's if you have Atlas and you combine it with that. It's a Paragon. It's a Paragon. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a, it's a, a shape. missed opportunity. <laughs> it's a shape with bare sides. <laughs> the Paragon. <laughs> All right, I'll be here. Yeah, so you, you guys came across this station. I, I described it as, you know, the the, the grape getting impaled by a, a straw, straw with rings at the end. Yeah. Uh, mm. yeah. A vivid a, image. A vivid, vivid <laughs> image. Um, and you guys were hailed by what you later learned to be a, um, a virtual intelligence, ADM-141, also known friend. as Adam. New best friend for for Nona, uh, and you were met directly with um, when you guys landed by um, Daniela, um, who goes by Danny. Um, that's Linda and Mikey's daughter. Ah, uh, yes. You're 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 in <laughs> into the Paragon. You should know this, sir. We get a pass. You guys should write these names down. Fan favorite Linda and Mikey. <laughs> Our good good friends. Yeah, the Linda and Mikey Navarro, who who we saved from uh, the the wreckage. More, we saved Mikey, and then his wife Linda told us about their daughter Danny, <laughs> and now we're on their Christmas card. Yes, because <laughs> that's how it works, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think you guys just. Uh, you met the two of them. Um, you sent word to the the med bay saying, "Hey, we have a sick passenger. We need to take care of her." Um, and I think uh, Micah, you went up to uh, help get her down and sort of move her into the med bay, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. I'm carrying her over to to where she can be looked at. So you got um, you have Danny there. You have um, at Adam there, and um, she just basically said, uh, "Welcome." to Glazov 5 and the Paragon Freelancers. Um, you look around the, um, the, the bay and you see uh, a couple of other ships. I think I've already mentioned this. Um, they're all different types of ships. It's a bit of a motley crew that you see. Um, yeah, <laughs> not the band, not the band. Um, <laughs> Space right motley crew. In the distance, could it be? <laughs> uh, there, there are uh, two larger ships, what you make out to be like a, a courier, something that doesn't have very many hard points but goes fast, something that's more uh, of a patrol boat, which is almost like a, a, a souped-up um, frigate that's almost practically like a, a warship in its own right. Not a major one, but like pretty strong um, when it comes to um, defenses as well as hard points. And then a smaller shuttle. 
Um, you see various people walking around, um, not a ton of people, um, and a, a lot of Ursin. Um, about every other person that you see is an Ursin. Cool. Yeah, I mean, we asked for the stretcher, so yeah. Uh, so the, the stretcher, the stretcher's coming. I, Mike, I assume you're going up to mm-hmm. um, get Claire and like wake her up. Yeah, is she like able to walk? Yeah, um, with with some help. Um, she okay. definitely um, is struggling right now. She's still kind of feverish. Got the sweats and the shakes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, I'll I'll try and wake her up gently and help her walk down to where the stretcher is. Yeah, so you, you help her up and you start walking her down into the um, the the cargo hold of the Phoenix. And um, as this is happening, she's sort of muttering under her breath, mostly sorries. Um, and uh, she reaches out and grabs your hand and you feel this connection. Um, and what you're feeling through this connection is you're starting to get images of things. You're starting to feel restricted and bound. And you're starting to then feel like feelings of a euphoria and confusion followed by bouts of darkness and unable to see anything. And just the prevailing feeling that you're getting after you get this telepathic connection is just, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And it's... It's incoherent, but I assume you can kind of guess some of the things that she's trying to convey. Mm. That's confusing. That's going to definitely take me back for a second. <laughs> I think I'm going to try and give her like a little side shoulder hug squeeze on our way down. Mm-hmm. And um, as you guys are making your way out of the um, the cargo hold, um, you see Adam directing this, um, this stretcher. Um, carried by uh, two or some, like doing the hop, 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 hop. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, yes, the stretcher. It is here. Please provide the sick person. <laughs> <laughs> Place the sick person onto on the, the, the stretcher. <laughs> Thank you. Have a nice day. There you go. And um, so I, I assume you help Claire onto the stretcher. Yeah. Okay. Give her so, hand up. I mean, uh, you, you got to follow the instructions. You said them <laughs> so enthusiastically. Um, so they're going to take her to the med bay. Are you guys going to walk with them to the med bay? Are you going to split off? Are you going to go like... I mean, Alex is going to go over to the med bay um, if that's okay with anybody. But yeah, it's like... A, yeah, that, that's his plan. He's going to the med bay. Same with his patient, if possible. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess we don't actually know these people so i think i'd rather at least keep an eye for now to at least see if they're like pretty legit and then maybe if, if i feel confident that things are going okay maybe i'll walk off but yeah i'm definitely going to the med bay right now yeah all is, right is danny still around yeah danny's like with you guys cool. um a, 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 along with and has been conversing back and forth with um with adam just sort gotcha. of out, outside of the, the, the spaceship okay Starship. well if if she continues coming with us while we're heading there. I'm going to ask her, excuse me, why is your space station broken? It's a long story. Um, it's not necessarily ours. We found it. Um, it was in a, a state of disrepair and we were looking for a new place to go. Um, 
and uh, we tried to fix it up a little bit. Um, there's still parts of it that uh, need some work, but uh, it's it's home right now. Um, yeah, uh, and y- you can tell that there's some um, hesitancy. Just <laughs> she's not telling you the whole story. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I, I notice you you guys probably want to go with um, with. Your, your friend there. Um, I can walk you to the med bay. We, I can just give you a quick like heads up of like where different things are, what's sort of going on around here and uh, where you guys might be able to fit into all this. Does that sound good? Yeah? Uh, d- yes, uh, that is not a problem, but honestly, we're not going to be staying for, for long um, just until our friend here is feeling a little bit better. Uh, we have another matter if you are willing to hear it, however. Uh, sh- sure, yeah. You see, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the spaceship that we rode in on isn't, uh, isn't above the board. It's running a little hot, if you understand what I'm saying. The temperature is completely fine. I just checked. Yes, well, well, no, no, you're embarrassing me in front of the core. Oh. The core. It's, it's, a, it's a figure a thing. It means that it's stolen, that it's not exactly ours. It's something is, is running hot. You don't want to touch it because it could hurt you. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Gonna grin and do a little shifty eyes back and forth. Give, give Nona a point from Alex. It's like, ah. <laughs> ah. Makes sense now. Okay. Well, okay, <clears> good. <throat> yes. So if you will understand that. Yeah. Um, this is... Uh, certainly something that we have perhaps dealt with in the past. So the, the Paragon freelancers, we operate in, uh, uh, let's just say gray area. We don't necessarily talk to or report to any specific governments. We are there for people who can pay for our services. Granted, we don't do some jobs um, there is a little bit of morality that we like to try and hold ourselves standard to. For example, we're against human trafficking. <laughs> hey! <That> is, <laughs> so are we! That is oh, there you go! <laughs> wow. Yes, you know, what a you would, low bar. You would, ex- you would expect that from everybody that you've got this, but honestly, sometimes it falls through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, so we, we have come across... Um, Starships that perhaps needed to have their registration updated. And that's something that we can certainly uh, talk about doing. Uh, obviously, we're not necessarily, we're not, we're not a charity. We would like some services to be given to us in order to impart our services to you. Um, and we would like to eventually think of this not necessarily as a transaction, but more as uh, a family. All right, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> okay. right. That's, that sounds fine. Yes, so, we're we're happy to uh, to consider working uh, off of this, perhaps some kind of trading, if that's available. Uh, but obviously, I have something else on my mind. I kind of look over to Claire as we're approaching the med bay, um, so I might be a little preoccupied. But otherwise, yes, I think we're speaking the same language. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Um, I, I can make sure I can talk to um, Rodana about all of that um, and see where we can help you guys out here. Um, anyway, here's the med bay. And as you guys have been sort of walking down the hallway and um, you reach this fairly pristine room, obviously used for um, 
for uh, medical purposes and stuff like that. There's not a whole lot of people in here. It's actually quite empty. And you see, um, as you guys get in, like Danny um, looks around and is like, where is Diane? Um, I- I- excuse me for a second, guys. I need to try and find um, our, our resident resident. Um, uh, let me try and find her. Um, Adam, can you stay here with them? Certainly. I can do that for you. Thanks, Adam. Um, I'll be he, right back. He never quite finishes his sentences, does he? It feels like there should be something else. And then he decides, no, that's it. That, this is where the period goes. Right here. This is where the period goes. Good. good. All right. Let's get on a bed, please. So you you guys um, uh, take her off of the stretcher. The the the, the two Ursum um, uh, help you. Um, they're uh, pretty burly guys. Um, you you notice that um, they they have the same sort of uh, uh, pattering on on their their fur. Uh, they have uh, white white f- uh, fur on their their heads and faces, um, except for uh, black ears as well as like black dots. On their eyes and oh, black no. nose. Talking space pandas. Super panda bros. <laughs> <laughs> they may or may not look like pandas. You don't know what a panda is. You don't know what a panda is. I, I just, for, for Kirsten's sake, for visualization. They might look like space pandas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. So th- th- you can tell that if they're not directly related, they, they're they're close in sort of relation to one another, If even if they're not like direct lineage, like brother and sister that they, they they're part of the same sort of clan and group okay um and they help claire off of the stretcher and onto the bed and just sort of give you guys a terse nod and leave to go off and do something else thank so you you're in here you're in this um this medical bay again very pristine couple of beds kind of small for a station of this size um but uh, you don't really make much of what exactly that means. Um, you can see it, it's fairly well-stocked, definitely more well-stocked than anything that you have on your person, Alex, or anything that is on the Phoenix itself. And now it's uh, you guys, Claire and Adam. Um, he's just sort of standing at attention by the doorway, not saying anything, just sort of watching. Okay. Um, I mean, I think Alex is going to do some quick look around the bed uh i'm i'm assuming like iv heart monitor and stuff like that mm-hmm. um yeah uh, he'll wait a little bit impatiently waiting for the resident or whatever this is their this is their hospital so you know going to scoot over to nona while we're waiting so like so so is that guy like your like your cousin i'm not you sure could- how would that work? I don't know. Just seems like he's a robot, you're a robot, you know? Yes, but we haven't met before. But you're like, you're like, you're like robot vibing, right? I don't know. I was just asking. Yes, I think we are robot vibing. Yeah. Meanwhile, Adam is just <laughs> in the corner standing at complete attention, not really talking to you guys at all. Good. Um... Okay. I'm going to go stand next to him so that we may continue robot vibing. (laughs) (laughs) 
And when you get when you go over to stand next Actually, to him. Actually, you know what? You yeah. know, not next to him. Not next to him. Directly in front of him. <laughs> you're, so you're just going to be staring, staring him right in his one blue light eye in the like, middle of his not, face. Not uncomfortably close, but just like a... But not comfortably <laughs> far not away comfortably either. Not distant either. Are you like leaning in and like making a face? Or are you no. just completely blank face just I'm walking just up and staring I'm just doing what he's doing. Yep. Just, you know, at rest. <laughs> facing him so that we may continue robot vibing hi hello can i assist you with something no i'm all right thank you all right then (laughs) and he just goes back to what he was doing before which is standing there (laughs) doing nothing (laughs) so you guys are 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 you waiting in this room until something changes i assume you're continuing to look and at claire and just make sure she's all right giving her like liquids and stuff yeah, yeah. Alex uh, wants to do more, but doesn't have permission to do that in this current locale. So he's not going to. That's fair. So some time passes and it, it's not like a short amount of time, like 5, 10, 15 minutes. You, and you're waiting around, waiting for something. And something doesn't seem quite right. You're gonna Things poke. are taking a little too long to get this. Where this the fuck is that doctor? Put, poking my head outside, I'm going to try and look down each side of the hallway. Is there, like, anyone walking around? Yeah, you, you see, again, uh, it's a, a combination of, um, you, you see mostly human and Ursum. Um, okay. Again, about a 50-50 split. Um, seeing people sort of just generally walking by, just milling about. It doesn't seem like anything's actively happening. Just people going about their, their normal day. Okay. Now I'm going to wait by the door maybe being a little more on guard because this seems like it's taking too long not like you know guns out or whatever but just kind of standing there looking Mm -hmm. uh at this point alex has kind of paced around the room i'm assuming there's like some kind of medicine cabinet that would have like very basic kind of painkiller like things like that okay that's cool so you're rummaging through their supplies yeah I'm, i'm looking to see what what's available what's what's there um not taking anything though mm-hmm. as as you're doing that you can see um adam sort of looks over at you and is like anything that i can assist with <laughs> well you can find uh sorry uh do you know where danny or diane are how how long how much longer they're going to be i can give danny a call would you like me to I look at the other two. Yes. Yes, please, Adam. <laughs> One moment. And again, he does the same thing, sort of thing that he did before when he was uh, ringing the med bay and sort of the the eye almost seems to recede a little bit into himself a little bit and the, the faint glow seems to draw back into itself a little bit more. So it's not necessarily um, as cognizant of the things around it, it has only so m- many processors that it can use on things. Oh, poor baby. No, poor baby. <laughs> Not an actual true AI. <laughs> Pentium powered. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he he's just stands there for a, a minute or two, uh, uh, probably calling, um, trying to reach Danny. And um, then the eye that comes back forward into um, view and the glow behind it comes back and Danny is unable to locate Diane. Would you like me to assist in trying to heal your person? What can you do? (laughs) 
I can grab the correct medicine and be directed to do specific tasks. But I will say, healing is not my strong suit. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I figured as much. At uh, least it's forthright. Where is Danny? Currently looking for Diane. Yes, but where? And he um, he freezes at that and doesn't really answer. How how how, how far? How far are they in terms of time, please? Danny is unable to find Diane. Diane is currently missing. For what reasons? Unknown. She perhaps went down the elevator. And you can't tell us what's at the end of the elevator? No. No, you can or no, you can't? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, Adam, it's it's a pleasure. Nona, can you, can you see if you can help? I'm going to uh, tend to... Claire, yes. and I'm going to hook her up to like maybe an IV, start start doing that kind of stuff. Okay. Blood oxygen, heart rate. Yep. Can you do a quick heal yes. intelligence for me? While he's doing that, I'm going to say, ADM-141, would you like to come with me so we can go help find Diane? I was told to watch you in the med bay. Okay. I'm going to leave then. <laughs> and he sort of, sort of startles at that and that's I will follow you where you go. <laughs> That's, Robot adventure. That's a nine on the heel check. Damn, yeah, so you're you're able to uh, hook her up just fine. Um, she uh, seems to be doing a little bit better, but again, is going through uh, a lot of things right now. And um, as you're you're hooking her up, I assume like putting an IV directly yeah, into keep her vein and stuff like that. Yeah. She um. She, faintly reaches out to you and, and is able to touch mm -hmm. you. And you feel this sort of sensation, a, a similar sensation that you did before when you reached out to her in, when she was having her moment in the um, the cargo <laughs> the cargo bay where she gave you that sort of prophetic um, prophecy. You, you feel almost this, this static charge. And you, in, in running through your thoughts, it's almost like what currently is getting shown to you is not, of your own volition, but it running through your thoughts, you just feel like, feel like being bound and um, feeling like this sharp pinch and then this sort of sense of euphoria and then darkness and waking up and then just, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And um, she sort of uh, weakly lays her hand back down onto um, her chest. Yeah, I, I, I sit down next to her. Um, like, it's okay. It's okay. This is why we're here. You just feel better. So, Alex and Micah staying in the med bay with Claire. Nona, where are you, you going off to? I mean, they said elevator, so I'm going to go try to find an elevator. Okay, so, um, you, you just, you're, you're heading off in the, in whatever direction. So you, you guys came directly from the, um, the, uh, the ship bay. Yeah. Um, and came into the med bay. Are you just going to sort of wander around and try and find what this elevator might be? Yeah. I mean, you can, you know, like if you're if you're kind of like in a hospital and you don't know really where stuff is, you still got a vague sense of where sort of stuff should be. Yeah. Yeah. So like I'm not going to wander in any direction that does not appear to be um, particularly if you see a ghost, elevator. turn around. Yeah, exactly. That's the exactly. wrong part of the hospital. You don't want to <laughs> be there. Is the bad part. Um, so as, as you guys are just sort of walking around, Adam says, where are you trying to go? Well, we're looking for Diane, right? 
So where's the place Diane would most likely be? Well, if we can't find her, probably the elevator. Great. Let's go there. And you, you can see him sort of stop for a second there. Like, we're not supposed to go to the elevator. Can we go near the elevator? And you see him stop and think for a sec. <laughs> sure. Great. Let's do that then. All right. <laughs> and um, he starts leading the way towards what you would assume to be the elevator, since that's what you guys were just talking about. And as you walk by, you you see a couple of different rooms. You see like a, a mess hall where it seems like people are eating in. You, you pass by what looks like some barracks and stuff like that, some offices where people are working at computers. Um, and then above the sort of offices, um, kind of like in a factory setting where there's like a walkway up into mm. an overseer's office. You mm. can see um, there are lights on in that overseer's office. And you keep walking and um, the, the people start to thin out more and more. You see less and less people. Things start to get a little bit more grungy. It's not as nice, not as clean as well as up kept. And um, you turn a corner and you come across um, this um, this wiry wiry the wiry wiry this wiry spindly man um he has his hair sort of s- spiked up with a, a bandana to hold it up and mm. yeah it's this one guy of them guys. one of these guys he's, he's got a, um, a space bro <laughs> <laughs> a space bro um uh, claire saffitz you know like the stripe of white that she has in her hair i think it's a thing it's a specific like a stripe, a stripe, a stripe of white. Uh, yeah, yeah, a stripe like of stripe white. white. In, yeah. <laughs> in like, I'm trying to help people. Whatever. <laughs> Shut up. Um, he has a stripe of white does in his look, hair. Does he resemble anything like a space panda? Is he really? No, good? he's a human. He, is he really good at baking? <laughs> <laughs> I guess you'll have to ask him. Um, we are not going to ask him that. This this man has his um his his leather jacket flipped up with the collar and you can see the um on the side of his neck peeking out you can see a um a tattoo of a uh a of joker. a bird mark uh, no no <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry what was that it's it's a uh, uh, the um a joker card ah oh, no mm. okay and he's just sort of like you know doing that thing that anime edge lords do where he's leaning against the wall he's like where are you going adam I'm taking this person here to the elevator. Near the elevator. We're going near, near the, the elevator. elevator. <laughs> We're not supposed to go to the elevator. <laughs> and um, this man sort of looks you over, says, who are you? Hi, I'm Nona. I'm looking for Diane. Yeah, I am too. Hmm. What's your business with Diane? Well, one of our shipmates is... Very sick, and we were told that Diane would be in soon to help with that. And she has not showed up yet, so I figured I would speed the process along and try to help find her. Mm. And he, he sort of, he, he seems to sort of almost be taking you in, looking you up and down. What ship did you come in on? We are on the Phoenix. It's the one with the flames on the side. Nice choice. Thank you. <laughs> and he, he sort of looks over to Adam. He's, Validation. <laughs> <laughs> and, and says, you know, you're not supposed to take people to the elevator, Adam. Ah, that's right. <laughs> but we're only going 
to and near the elevator, not actually into it, as said by Nona here. And um, this man looks over at you, Nona, and just does like the... And pushes back, you, it pushes past you guys. I don't have time for this. I gotta avenge my clan. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting those vibes from him. Oh, oh good. Kirsten is judging this man. <laughs> Nona, unfortunately, is not. Nona thinks he's so cool. <laughs> Has Nona learned something new and important about how to interact with people from him? <laughs> Nona now wants. A leather jacket. <laughs> this is a sound I've never heard before. <laughs> By the end of this, we will have learned to beatbox. <laughs> and as, as he walks away, Adam says, that was Anthony LeBeau, pilot of The Laughing Devil. What type of ship is The Laughing Devil? It is a courier. Hmm. Nona you- is on a side quest to obtain that warship. <laughs> oh, the patrol, like that patrol boat? <laughs> yeah. Wherever the the big one is that is very good at fighting yeah, things. That's the that's the patrol boat. Yeah, that that can that can hold uh, quite a, quite a few people. Um, optional quest: obtain every ship. <laughs> I mean, I would not say no to that. That's all I'm saying. So, so um, as you guys are getting uh, closer and closer, what you, to you what you assume the, be the elevator again, getting grungier and grungier, dustier and dustier, darker and darker as well. And um, perhaps more decrepit. bother me. Decrepit and, and more decrepit. Tanker and tanker. <laughs> this is where they keep the very dank memes. And as uh, you've been following Adam all this way, and then all of a sudden he stops and he says, we are by the elevator. Great. Why is the ship, why is the space station so broken? Because we found it broken. Hmm. Did you break it? No. It was found before the... the, 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 the. Rebooting. 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 <laughs> GM rebooting. <laughs> An unexpected error has occurred. <laughs> oh no, blue screen of Jeff. <laughs> Windows restart noise. It was created before the screen and left in disarray. And we found it in this state. Hmm. Cool. Yes. I don't see Diane anywhere. I do not. Or Danny. But I can't move forward. Hmm. You can't move forward? No. The the station that we're on is connected, has several different black boxes. Once I cross the threshold of one black box, I am no longer able to operate. Hmm. Optional. Kill Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Just push him forward. No. No. Um, well, in that case, it doesn't seem like you'll be very much use in searching for Diane. So maybe you should go back and continue watching the people in the med bay, and I will look around here. Can you make an intelligence talk check? <laughs> oh, God. Because you're making like a logic reasoning to a, a robot right now. <laughs> Camera pans back to the med bay where it's just it? like, where's Nona? <laughs> Where'd Adam go? <laughs> okay. It's like, two, right? Yes. Oof, out. Three. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't do that. I was told to look after you guys. 
and specifically told not to let people buy the elevator. If I leave you by the elevator, there's nothing to prevent you from going to the elevator. What if I went and looked somewhere else? That's not the elevator? Yeah. So you're, you're let me just, in yeah, I'm you're like, trying to convince robot. this this robot that you're not going to, he just said he, he doesn't want to leave you because he's afraid you're going to go towards the elevator and you're not supposed to go there. Correct. So what exactly are you trying to tell him? Well, the key is still to look for Diane, right? But Diane doesn't necessarily have to be in the elevator. She might be somewhere else. And the fact that everybody thinks she's in the elevator means there's probably somebody already searching over there. So perhaps I could search elsewhere. Yes, and I can go with you. But I want to look around here, and you don't seem to be able to cross this line. But we're not supposed to go by the elevator. <laughs> and this is like the first time where you hear this very upbeat, and it's just like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> See, we're not supposed to go at by it at all, not just in it. Yes. And this is we, as in you and me, not just you because of your barrier. Yes. Hmm. Well, I don't want to get in trouble, so maybe I could just go back and ask around in the mess hall? We can do that. Sounds great. Let's do it. And he starts heading off down towards the mess hall. Are you going to be following him? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Two questions. Yes? How... How... <laughs> It, one, is there any place to hide around here? So the the place that you're currently in, it's it's a long hallway. Uh-huh. There's not like necessarily things to um, hide around. Mm-hmm. Um, but he definitely stopped at a very specific point. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a couple uh, meters away where you could see the um, it turn. Um, the, the, so sorry, I can go around a corner. Turn. Yeah, you can go around a corner. Okay. Um, and he's he's heading back where it was definitely more populated, where you ran into um, Anthony LeBeau. Would before. I have any sense of, like, how good his senses are in, like, his ability to see things and his ability to hear things, et cetera, et cetera, and so forth? Yeah. Can you get a, give me an uh, intelligence no check for that? Oh, I can try. One second. We're firing the other dice. <laughs> Always a bad die. Oh, it was really bad. I got one and a two. <laughs> Is it one of these dices that gave you your only one point in HP? I think I think it was, yes. Fired into the Fair. sun. Fired. Um, okay. Intelligence. You said intelligence no? Yep. Okay. Oh, much better. I got an eleven. So not only are you aware that yes, so one he definitely has sight like robots with this, um, that Virtual intelligence generally are able to see things, are able to hear things. Sure. Um, which is why he's been able to communicate with you. Um, depending on their specific build, mm-hmm. they may or may not be better at detecting things or mm-hmm. have different things built into them. But um, with that role, you know that this man, this man, this <laughs> robot is probably more of a communications robot. It's probably more dealing with linking into systems and being able to send messages back and forth. He's not necessarily like a security bot that has great like notice and uh, wherewithal sort of around him outside of like interacting with someone directly in front of him. Cool. And given that I followed him without protest to two different places now, he's probably assuming I'm following him. 
You might be able to assume that. All right. So here's what's going to happen. As soon as they head off in that direction, I'm going to like make to follow. And as soon as he like pulls slightly ahead, I'm going to turn around and sprint down the hallway. So you're, you're sprinting. The, the goal. So the goal is the goal is not necessarily to get there as fast as possible. The goal <laughs> is also to not hurt his feelings. Okay. <laughs> we don't want him to know that we lied to him. So I, are you trying to maximize the distance between him as fast as possible or him not noticing that you have left? Well, let's <laughs> see which of those I'm better at, shall we? Hey, Alex, mm. do you think there are any rubber bands in here? Uh, I mean, there are tunicates, uh, IV tubes. They're less springy, but they are rubber. I want to try and find something, maybe tourniquet, just like to make a bouncy ball. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you're, you're basically, you're going through like supplies. And I'm just, just rifling through shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's like a desk find in here. Find something to fiddle with. There's, a, there's definitely a desk in here that um, is normally, it's not necessarily a medical desk. And you go through and there's a whole pack of rubber bands. Yeah. If you, I'm going to start assembling my ball. Also, mm-hmm. if you find uh, a, a packet of like space Advil, I feel a killer headache coming on. Oh, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I feel you. Sure. I will keep an eye out for space Advil. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we had a minor <laughs> segue so then, there yeah, to um, just them hanging out. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to sprint. You're, you're just going to flat yeah. out sprint. Okay. Um, so I would say some attempt to not, I'm not like, running and screaming or whatever. I don't know how making noise like that would help, but we're not doing that. The idea being move as quick as possible, but also attempting to be discreet. Okay. Here's what I'm going to have you do then. Oh, dear. Yeah, I'm... Because... So you're basically trying to run from him. Yeah. But being stealthy for, like, the first couple of steps so you can build some distance and then go. More or less. Okay. Um... I'm gonna have you roll um, exert dexterity. Um, yeah, probably exert dexterity. Um, I want you to roll three dice actually, and take the lowest two because you're trying to. You're, you're, so you're basically doing this a little bit out of a disadvantage. Makes um, sense. To he try is right and, there. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. and um, he's gonna do a thing as well. I got a six. Okay, so he he got a five. So he didn't notice you um, before you started sprinting. But as soon as you start putting um, some distance between you guys. I mean, at some point he's going to notice I'm not following him. Yeah. I mean, you guys weren't, I assume you weren't talking very much as you were passing Mm -mm. by things. So it was just like. And I was also definitely doing a follow, not a. Because like, you know, normally when you're walking with a person somewhere else, you kind of do that side to side. That sometimes leads to like. One person thinking they're following the other person. And Nona's not about that life. So she was directly like behind following. Mm-hmm. No no attention paid to social conventions or anything like that. So you start sprinting. He does notice uh-huh. that you go off, but you've put some distance between the two of you. Right. And he says, wait, stop. <laughs> you're not supposed to go by the elevator. No, you're not supposed to go by the elevator. <laughs> and he, he's, he's following after you um, and like a, in a, a dead sprint trying to catch up to you. Now it's time to find out who's the faster runner. Um, God, I and, hope it's me. 
<laughs> you you cross where um, the, the point where he stopped before and says Fantastic. we can't go any f- further. And you keep making your way. You're only a couple of meters away from that turn. He's still bearing down on you. Uh-huh. But based on sort of where he was, he just recently passed that same spot. And all he of a walked sudden, past it. He walked past oh, it. Dear, and I've all of a sudden, a you just gear up. <laughs> and he falls like in a... I probably should have slapped right next to the mic. <laughs> oh, well. Um, we'll clean it up. <laughs> we'll get it in post. <laughs> you hear a big crash and he has fallen to the ground. The The light that has normally been within his his lens has sort of faded out and it's just a pile of um, metal. And Quest completed. <laughs> yeah. Done again. Yeah. I've gained 10 experience. <laughs> All right. Well, there's that. So you, you, you are moving <laughs> towards where you were told the elevator is. Correct. And you want to keep you keep going? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm yes, goal is elevator. Okay. So I you, was lying before when I said I wasn't going to go in it. It was a clever deception. <laughs> it was a ruse. It was a ruse. Uh, yeah. So, um... You make your way, and again, it's it's starting to really be grimy. Like at this point, like there are panels that are sort of pulled up. You see um, scorch marks on the sides of the walls, and um, you start moving f- farther and farther down this hallway, this twisting hallway, and like there's ceiling tiles that are sort of falling through, and just like open electrical like um, circuits just sort of hanging down. And it, it does not look in well repair. And you can hear actually shouting happening a couple of um, a couple of yards down the hallway. But not at the elevator yet. Not at the elevator yet. Okay. Potentially where the people are shouting is where the elevator is. Perhaps. Do you want to keep moving towards that? I mean, yeah. So you keep moving towards that and you come into a, a, a an open area. So it was very tight quarters before. Sure. Um, but uh, you come into this open area where in the middle of this big, almost cylindrical room, um, or spherical or not spherical, circular. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, You know, circle. Got it. Got it. Um, in the middle of this, uh, circular room, you see this very large, uh, tube almost with, uh, doors on the front of it, which you could assume would be the the elevator. Oh, shit. These doors have been open, and on the inside of these doors, you see several um, figures. Mm-hmm. Um, they appear to be humanoid, but you can't quite make it out. It's a uh, still it, at this point, it's very dark mm-hmm. in here. Um, there's practically no light, um, and you do see a couple of silhouettes right in front of you. Mm-hmm. The, the silhouettes of three people, one of which you recognize as Danny. That was going to be my question. What do you immediately want to do? So it seems Danny is um, on the other shoulder of this man who has uh, his arms around these two other figures. Mm-hmm. Um, Danny's not helping too much because she's like five five. This this other figure next to um, the man holding him up is definitely more his size, is broader, um, and they're they're sort of dragging him towards you. Uh, what do you immediately do? They're moving towards me? Yes. I'm going to... Hold up. I'm going to go over there and be like, hello, can I help? Okay. So you are walking into... Straight up. If they're heading towards me anyway, like, act like you belong, man. Okay. So <laughs> you, you, um, you come 
closer and these these silhouettes that are directly in front of you, these three people, um, come a little bit more into uh, focus. One of them is is, is definitely Danny. Mm-hmm. Um, she immediately recognizes you and has this very quizzical look <laughs> on her face, also worried look on her face. The other two, there is a um, a man that 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 they're holding up. He has these um, his his eyes are closed right now, and he has um, a knock on his head where a um, blood is coming out, and also mm. a shot to the lower abdomen that he has, and obviously is very is not in a good state. Um, he is definitely um, unable to move in his own right. Um, you also notice that um, completely shaved head. He almost has this this gray undertone to his skin, um, as well as like these little like strange metallic bumps all over his body, um, and almost like a, a pattern that just sort of weaves over the entirety of his body: his hands, his arms, his legs, his face. Mm-hmm. And um, there seems to be very, uh, and the the other figure next to her, him, is a uh, a very stout, large woman with an orange jumpsuit that is currently tied off at the um, the hips, revealing a um, a tank top, long, flowing, wild red hair, um, and these unusually large canine teeth. Hmm. Not nursem. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> Feel like I have to not nursem, but uh, large canine teeth. Uh, Diane's the first one to obviously recognize you. The man is too much dealing with his own shit to <laughs> sure. say, like, who is this random person? And uh, sorry, not Diane. Um, Danny. Yeah, Danny. Danny. Um, what I, was that? Making fun of us for not knowing names before, Jeff? <laughs> mm-hmm. I shouldn't have had a Danny and a Diane in the same group. This is a bad <laughs> plan. Um, Danny looks up and like, what? I, why are you here? How did you get here? Where's Adam? I... And she looks back over her shoulder where those mm-hmm. other silhouettes that you saw in the elevator um, seem to be advancing a little bit. And she just says, mm-hmm. I don't care why you're here. Just help me get him to the med bay. Did we find Diane yet? And <laughs> the, the large woman who is uh, holding on uh, the other shoulder um, is, yeah, I, I'm i Diane. Uh but first, can we please get this man? I, yes, I would at the same time. Okay. I always ask for help. And I'm a whole two inches taller than her, I think. I thought you were like 5'9". Oh, I'm, how old was she? How tall was she? 5'5". Five, five. Oh, yeah, no, I'm 5'8". I'm yeah. So you, you, take, you mm-hmm. take the, um, the shoulder mm-hmm. that Danny was originally holding. And this man, he feels heavier than a man of this size would be. Um, I know how that sounds. <laughs> my people? Question mark. <laughs> Are you my people? Um, and Diane, uh, D- D- Danny um, turns around at the figures and just starts blind firing her laser pistol into the, um, into the elevator as you guys make your way downtown moving fast and you're homebound. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so you're making your way to um, uh, your um, your way back towards the med bay, Perfect. and sort of uh, Danny is covering your retreat. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming we can move slightly faster now. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not being as much as dragged by Diane because Danny wasn't helping. You guys can actually sort of lift him up and move. So you guys are moving at a reasonable pace. the The figures that you saw in the elevator. As you look over your shoulder, they don't seem to be advancing, just sort of mm-hmm. observing. And you just, you're going back towards the med bay, right? Yes. 
We so, were going out to find Diane. We found Diane. Jeff. Yeah, you you did, and now you, <laughs> you you're, you're bringing this this man back. And <laughs> we're um, gonna walk by Adam's exactly. You, you come back to where um, Adam fell, and Danny just looks over and God damn it, Adam! Um, he crossed the line. <laughs> it's not my fault. He crossed the line. <laughs> and and she um. Can you can you roll a um a uh a, a charisma no check? <laughs> no, I may not. <laughs> charisma no, I like that one. Oh, fantastic. Okay, which of you you two did the best last time? Wait, that doesn't. Seven. <laughs> um, you can tell that Danny is pissed. You don't know why. There you go. Cool. That's what that role gave wow. you. Wow. Yeah. I'm so um, perceptive, you guys. <laughs> Reading them human emotions. So um, as you are helping this man back towards the med bay, um, Danny says, go on, I'll deal with him. Um, so you guys start winding your way back. Yep. And so we come back mm-hmm. to Micah and Alex hanging out in... <laughs> In the, the med bay. I feel how, like, how much time has elapsed? How big has my rubber band ball gotten? <laughs> I'm going to say probably about 20 minutes has elapsed. Oh, yeah. And that was bu- that was after already waiting like 10, 15 minutes for this for this person. Should so, we call Nona? I mean, she's... She's yeah, kind of... I mean, like, she, she can handle herself. I mean... What's she handling uh, herself against is kind of my my question. Do we have to leave yeah. in a hurry? This is these are the questions I have. You know, we probably should have like stopped her, but she just kind of like walked she, out. I didn't even Adam. know this. I was I was focused on setting up Claire House. I would have probably said something. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's probably fine. I, I think we should call her. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's call her. I'm pulling up my compad, like putting <laughs> like, the number. There's a. The, the the door sort of swings open very violently and you see Nona um, with these two people that you don't recognize um, helping one of a very injured man um, into the room. Great news, everyone. I found Diane. Okay. Oh. Nice. <laughs> um. <laughs> I see you. That's all I got. That's all I'm yes. saying. So Alex and Micah just stand there like, did she cause this? <laughs> um, and Diane, um, so the same description because they haven't changed in the, the past uh, five minutes when I last described them. Th- this large woman, Diane, um, picks this man up and puts him on uh, an adjacent bed and starts working on him and uh, calls out to you guys and says, uh, one, who are you? And two, do either do any of you know medical have any medical training? Uh, one, Alex, and yes, me. And uh, I am Nona. Micah, no. <laughs> All right, and then she points. Actually, to you. a little bit, but not not like this. This is kind of mm, above my pay grade. She she points. <laughs> so she points to you, Alex, and she basically says, get over here, um, and almost like grabs you by the the collar and and pulls you forward. And as um, y- you- why do strong women just feel like they can handle me? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you, you look at this man, and he seems to have several wounds that have come from uh, laser rifles, uh, oh. an injury that you have maybe seen before. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was only a couple of hits, 
And um, he also seems to be bleeding from a, a, a scratch on his head. So the blood's covering his his face. You also notice um, the same thing that uh, Nona noticed, sort of the grayish undertones of his skin, as well as all of these strange metallic bumps all over his body. Can you do an intelligence no check for me? Intelligence no. Intelligence no. Seven. <laughs> oh, six. Six? Yes, because I have a, yeah. This seems like cyberware. What exactly, exactly, what cyberware you don't know, but he seems to have installed himself with some form of technology. Okay. Um, Not my people. And so she grabs you over and um, basically starts directing you um, some things to do. Uh, This woman's unaware that you're a psychic. So she's basically just telling you like the the basic sort of um, hold, put pressure on this wound here. Um, I'll clean up here. And she's rummaging through um, the the, the same medicine closet that you were looking at before. All right. So uh, base kind of palpitation stuff. Is this man mortally wounded like is there like uh is he on the brink of death kind of stuff or uh he is very nearly mortally wounded okay like um, one hit point left so i i know when it comes to yeah, in this yeah. in this system like you only have like six rounds or so because if if it is a matter of treating burns and and treating wounds and stuff and he will like you know this is the kind of stuff that you see on the average battlefield and they they kind of pull through then i'm just going to do the 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 physical non psychic stuff okay. and I'll, I'll i'll work along that way yeah he 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 is well enough off that he was off obviously able to be brought here. Um, he needs to be worked on immediately so nothing else bad happens. Okay. But he doesn't need immediate psychic assistance in order to not die. Then, yeah, then it's physical stuff then. Okay. So um, you guys are, are dressing the wound and all of that. Um, she she stitches it up and deals with, like, the burns. Um, you, you're, you're a trained physician. I'm not going to have you roll for all of this, so... He's okay. He he comes in a stabilized position. It's um, probably another 15, 20 minutes um, has passed. And um, Diane sort of wipes her brow and um, lays a, a, a tender hand on this man's shoulder and looks up at you guys and says, Okay. Who are you? Uh, Alex. I'm Nona. I'm uh, Micah. <laughs> Names are useful, but why are you here? Ah, uh, we're uh, we're bothering, we're bothering, well, slightly, <laughs> and borrowing your facility. Uh, we have a patient of our own that we're watching over for some amount of time. Uh, we were told we could find friends here. And she she looks over uh, at Claire on the bed, and that her? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, briefly glances around to see if there's any possible other patient in the room that it could be. Um, <laughs> so um, Diane walks over to her um, and sits down on, you know, one of those, those spinny uh, doctor's chairs and starts examining uh, I feel her. I should warn you before you get a little bit too close. She is a, she is a, a psychic in her own right. Uh, she's a little loopy at the moment, doesn't have full control of her powers. And um, Diane looks over at you and says, a psychic, huh? Yeah. She seems to take mental note of that. And she looks back at Claire and, and starts doing a, um, uh, 
just a, a, a checkup. She's checking to see like all of the different um, signs. And she asks him, do you guys know what's going on with her? Uh, as far as we can tell, it's um, not good. The symptoms are consistent with flu or something of that of that nature. It, it's it's not anything nice, but we need something to uh, to pass the time, keep her healthy. And can you roll a uh, charisma talk check? Yeah. Ten. And you, as you say that, she, um, you can notice her eyes sort of, um, they focus a little bit, um, almost as if she doesn't believe your bullshit. <laughs> and um, well, you rolled so good. <laughs> <laughs> she rolled an eleven. Yeah, so she can make her own diagnosis. This is a second opinion. <laughs> yeah, and um, she she doesn't press the issue, um, but you know, there there's a sense of she doesn't necessarily believe you, and she looks back and says. This seems like it might be drug withdrawal. If it is, it'd be extremely useful to know what kind of drug it is she's withdrawing from. Red delivery. Uh, Something a little stronger than that, perhaps. It's a long story. And she she nods at that. you don't get a sense that she's judging or anything like that. And she goes over to the, um, the medicine cupboard. Um, and you notice actually a, a thing that she has with her hands. Now you, you focus a little bit more on her hands as she's working with this vial. She untwists the cap and places her palm on top of it. And you notice that the, um, the liquid inside starts to drain for whatever reason. And she puts the cap back on and she places it back in the cupboard. And she goes over to Claire and... Doctor, before you start too much, will you talk me through your diagnosis, your, uh, your treatment, please? I'm going to give her something for the pain, something for um, hopefully a, a, a low-grade dose of reverie such that she doesn't die from any um, sort of repercussions. Um, we'll try and wane her off of this. She's, she'll be fine. But she's going to be very uh, miserable for the next couple of days. Okay, understood. And uh, she um, pulls up her hand kind of like how doctors do when they're pulling on gloves. And you can see the, the fingers that she has, they start to articulate a little bit. And the skin around them starts to open up such that um, the, the top two um, digits um, pull back down her hand and a needle comes out. Um, of her index finger, and she um, takes Claire's forearm and presses the needle into it. Very obviously, <laughs> cyberware. Um, I had a mm. I had a nightmare just like that once. It feels like that would only be useful for one very specific situation. Um, it comes up pretty often in the medical field, however. And she um, was this said out loud. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She smiles at that, showing those those sharp canines and like, <laughs> don't worry, I sometimes bite the bad guys. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you? What? <laughs> um, I think I looked away a little bit at the, the freaky finger thing, but I looked back at her. <laughs> and, and she gets a, a kick out of that and explains, um, 
I have cyborg implants, toxin injectors, healing from my hands, toxins from my teeth. And she gives you that smile again. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Cool. Great. You're, uh, you're yeah. all cool, great people. I want the anime boy back. At least I know <laughs> what I was I had with him. Uh, oh, I, I love this person. Um, and so she um she rolls her her neck and looks over at you guys and says, um, you guys new recruits? No, we are uh visiting. We're looking to do a, a little work around here, but we're not planning to stay too long now. Mm. Shame. Could have used more group, uh, more people. Um, and she goes back to uh, checking on the uh, the man that she brought in. Um, you guys immediately doing anything? Just sort of hanging out here. Uh, you were you were brought here by Danny and Adam, who are still absent, and it's just currently um, the the man that's currently on the table and Diane checking over him. Um. As things are happening, I, I kind of want to go up to to Diane um, as she's looking over the the guy who was brought in here with laser rifle marks, yep. burn marks and things like that, um, and say, so so what exactly happened here? You came in in a hurry, kind of looking over at Nona too. <laughs> she, she looks over at you and says, um, got shot. I can see that. On the station. The elevator is apparently a very contested place. And (laughs) when you say that, Nona, you see Diane give you like those side eyes. And she spins around in her chair. We have, uh, and she uh, is looking for the right word. (laughs) She. Infestation. Of rifles. Uh (laughs) Yeah, they just go off for no goddamn reason. They're also humanoid shaped. (laughs) <laughs> and again, she's just sending daggers your way. I and, am assuming I am being helpful. Hey, no, no. What else did you see? That was most of it. Um, that side of this space station is not doing great. Huh. And um, after this sort of back and forth, the door opens again and uh, Adam and Danny walk in and Adam is like, Oh, I see you found Diane. Yes, thank you for your help. And he doesn't <laughs> respond to that, just <laughs> sort of stands there. And Danny goes, um, uh, so, Nona, what exactly did you see? I saw the elevator and I saw the humanoid shaved self firing rifles. And, and she, <laughs> she, she looks over at Diane and is like, yeah, that's kind of it. Um, the station has some of its defenses still up. Mm. Uh, we've been trying to go into the elevator, into the farther reaches of the ship, and we haven't really been able to do that because we occasionally meet some. And she pauses. Resistance. Hmm. Yeah. Uh- Sounds like you have a, a bit of a problem that maybe we could help you out with. It's funny you say that because uh, that's what we were kind of hoping for more manpower to do. Um, this yes. is a, a pretext uh, space station. There's bound to be 
some real nice goodies in the center of this thing. And it also means that we won't constantly be constantly have uh, VIs breathing down our necks, firing laser rifles at us. Uh, sounds sick. Good. Yeah. Uh, what's the pay? <laughs> well, we can definitely give you guys that update of uh, those credentials that you need. Um, can throw some credits your way, maybe some nice uh, toys to go along with it. Um, Salvage uh, rights? Not entire salvage <laughs> rights, but you know, we could we could do some finders keepers here and there. We'll have to split the the pot somehow, but yeah. <laughs> no, it's <just> like yes. <laughs> I'm and... gonna go get me a robot army. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> What is the GM done? I shall keep them next to my hover bikes. And and this is this is the deal. There's no other jobs you need that are perhaps less uh, laser rifle target practice. More, I don't know. You can stay behind if you want, Alex. (laughs) Well, maybe I'll take you up on that. I do have a patient, but um, um, and that uh. Alex being less than sure about this, Danny goes, um, look, we need this done. Um, our last headquarters was, um, we need this place. She trails off. We need this place to be safe. Um, we can't have another, uh, last HQ. Um, so this is our highest priority mission right now. We can certainly figure something else out. There's a couple of surveying stuff, um, surveying missions we can have you do, go off onto some worlds and, um, see what's there, see if there's any pre-tech artifacts. If you don't want any, some, any violent things, um, there's some, uh, smuggling that you might be able to do, but, uh, and she looks at you, Alex, like she's definitely trying to convince you. We need some muscle to get into this uh, this eggshell. I'm not the right person you should be talking about muscle to. I have a strength modifier of negative one. <laughs> <laughs> but j- jokes aside, Alex, I mean, we could definitely use your uh, your skills out there to to keep us patched up. If it's as dicey as uh, she's saying, it's it's all like that. <sighs> Assuming Diane's got Claire pretty much handled over here. And uh, Diane says, uh, yeah, we'll probably want to keep her under observation for a couple of days, but she'll be fine. We're stuck here then, and I'd rather not use the ship. And as I mentioned, it's wanting some attention. So the more we take it out, the more attention is there and not not happy about that. Well then, um, I did not see these sentient rifles, but let's take a look and see what we can do then. Actually, just as you say that, an alarm goes off. Yay! And, burr, burr, <laughs> and uh, the, uh, the lights start flashing, like there's a red light <laughs> flashing. And Danny and Diane look at each other and there's just a sigh out of them. And um, Diane looks over at the guy on the table and is like, I, I need to make sure he's okay and stabilized. What I assume is going to be coming out is the things that we ran into. It was a couple of security bots and uh, a leader. 
um, best we can assume. He was the one that took a chunk out of Fu here. Other ones only have stun batons. They hurt like hell, but they won't kill you. I'm not entirely sure what they're trying to do. I think the the leader seems to be the most protected of them. The other ones seem to swarm on him if he gets uh, hit too much. We got a good hit on him, but uh, I don't know what they're doing out here. They shouldn't be able to move much past um, their own black box. Um, and so she pauses for a second and looks up at you guys and says, uh, first part, <laughs> we'll get you those... Uh, We'll start working on those credentials for you if you start helping us with this uh, issue. <sighs> okay, let's go. Let's go then. Uh, where, where are they? Lead the way. Here we go. Uh, they're by the <laughs> elevator. Uh, Nona, um, Diana, Diane, <laughs> point, looks over at you, can show the way. And Will do. Nona, how wide is that hallway? Perhaps motorbike? Uh... Yeah, it would be motorbike. You would have to drive the, the the grav cycle there first, but it is basically as wide as that. It, it's a it's a kind of it's a small um, space. You wouldn't be able to turn around very easily. You'd do a little bit of an Austin Powers. But you can definitely <laughs> go in one direction. Would it would it fit in the elevator? Because that's more or less. It would where fit heading, in the right? elevator. Yeah. I like this plan. And it's just any cover, anything there? Is it just a long, empty hallway? So um, I'm going to tag you in on this, Jeff, because I don't want yeah. <laughs> so to explain anything. The but... hallways have been mainly a, a, a straight shot. The um, the open area that you got to where mm -hmm. the it, the issue, the, the, the battle yeah. was going down, there, there are a bunch of like crates and um, debris that could be used as cover. Are any of them barrels? And are any of the barrels red? Because we should not hide behind those ones. Well, <laughs> you didn't check. Maybe. That's fair. <laughs> That's very fair. I'm just right. noting this for the future. I'm going to start heading over. We should go get the graph cycle, maybe set up a kill point if we can block out the hallway and hide behind there and pick them off without any problem whatsoever. I'll, I'll give us some space. <laughs> Hopefully. I'll make some room. <laughs> and as you guys start to make your way, um, Danny, gotta always think about this now. Danny <laughs> grabs you, Alex, and uh, puts uh, three um, like metal spheres in your hand and says, uh, "EMP grenades. They do a hell of a number on them." Well, that is certainly uh, appreciated. Yes. Um, so yeah, you guys are are, are getting ready. Um, so Noah, you're heading back to the the, the ship to grab the, one of the grab cycles. Yeah, probably. Right. That seems to be the plan. Yeah, I'm gonna take the scratched one because I got a feeling this one might not make it out. <laughs> <laughs> so great. All right. Um, but yeah, I'm assuming I I have the ability to maybe walk faster than people because I'm not bound by social convention. <laughs> yeah. So you you're, you're running off. You. Micah and Alex, you don't necessarily know where to go, so you must have to wait for um, Nona. Oh, is nobody else coming with us? Like, they're just sending just, us uh, to hold this? We get well, to go and well, die. So, yeah. So you, you take a look around, and what you didn't necessarily notice before is there's there seems to be, like, various points of um, choke points that uh, people are starting to congregate around. Um, so down the hallway, you can see on either end of the um 
the the T intersection on the walls, like there are people starting stationed there and um, pointing down where where it looks like the danger might be coming from. So it, it seems like they're they're almost taking defensive positions. They're not going out and sending like a vanguard to try and take care of this. And that I'm assuming that's where we're that's where we're like, supposed we, to we go. can see what direction they're like looking or defending from. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh. Yeah. Uh, walk that way and uh, pull up my telekinetic armor and not be behind cover. Yeah, I'll say, no, no, this is this is not a quick, this is not a brisk walk, this is a running job, just to make sure as she's already sprinting away. Um, and I kind of like reach into my bag and shuffle around and pull out the laser pistol and ready the EMP grenades and follow uh, Micah from behind. So you guys are then, um, you can take multiple people on this graph cycle. You know, at least two have mm. ridden it t- together. You could probably fit a third if you don't go too fast. Mm. So you're just going to sort of take the graph cycle to and known as, I assume, the one driving. One would assume. All yeah. right. <laughs> so you guys, um, you hop on the graph cycle. Mm. Um, one person obviously is uh, behind Nona, sort of <laughs> holding her around the waist. How is the it's other person? Very like, and I guess the other person. <laughs> you just also you grab the other person around the yeah. waist. Yeah, <laughs> like what? squeeze together. Sorry, wait. What, what's the plan? Were we waiting for you to get the cycles? So I we think we've gotten in? to the point. Yeah, I think. Oh, we've I thought to that the you point. like ran back to the ship and we were. And going my together. that's what I and thought, I but were, I'd probably catch over. up. Oh, you, you're not waiting for Nona though. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay, no, so no, you're you're heading in the direction then. Nona eventually catches up. Catches up because she's again not bound by social convention. Um, and you keep going down these hallways where. People are, are stationing and they're, they're directing you um, with the group. And, and finally, you Nona meets up with you guys, start moving towards where the um, the elevator uh, is. And uh, right before you get to the elevator, there seems to be like sandbags that people are, are putting down. And um, there are two people there. Um, one person is uh, a very almost like regal person like it's the way that they present themselves it's very straight very forward very proper on either side of um this person's um shoulders are um tattoos of the paragon uh freelancers symbol um which is a uh it is a star um whose bottom two points are uh, basically pulled out as diamonds, such that the top part of it is like almost like a um, a fighter jet, and the other two um, are uh, exhaust fumes coming off of it. Awesome. Uh, laid on top of a circle with four uh, ragged lines through it diagonally. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. And uh, the the person next to her is um, is a torque. Um, and this is, I think, one of the oldest torques that you guys have ever seen. The, the, the number of crystals that encase this, this being, uh, basically makes it almost, it's unable to move. Granted, it's only a torso that you can see on top of what appears to be almost like spider tank-like legs. So it's got, um, three legs on either side that can articulate and allow it to move around. And these two figures... Are uh, are talking right before the um, the entrance. You guys approach them, I assume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna uh, appreciating the the shoulder tattoos on the first one. <laughs> and kind of 
take a second to evaluate my own armor and uh, generate some shoulder spikes. <laughs> Fantastic. So you guys get up to them and they both turn to look at you and the um, the Ursum, which you realize is an Ursum woman, um, turns to you and says, uh, I see we have some new recruits. You guys are going to help me take point on this. We're going to kill these goddamn robots and then we're going to have some Good dinner. <laughs> Shifty eyes. <laughs> Are we eating the... <laughs> Never mind. Uh, <laughs> we have... Well, we brought the... And I point <laughs> over to the graph cycle. Uh, we were <laughs> planning on using it as cover, but it seems like you have that covered. Um, what's, what, are, what are the points? Where's the kill zone? What are we doing? Well, whenever the uh, elevator activates, this alarm goes off. Um, we've hooked it up to the circuitry such that it happens so that we know when they're sending a platoon towards us. We have reason to believe it is the same platoon that jumped Diane and Fu while they were doing work around here. Just a couple of security bots and a, um, an armed security bot shouldn't be too worrisome. And she looks over all of you and looks at Micah and sort of sizes <laughs> Micah <laughs> and is like, you can tell that she approves of what's happening there. And then she looks over at the other two of you and was like, where are your uh, weapons? I hold up the EMP grenade and like the <laughs> and the laser pistol just like held with two I fingers. I pull out my pistol and I also gesture to the, to the hover bike. And she looks over at the, um, the torque and says, Six, give him some actual weapons. Yay! And um, you can see this... This um this torque you can see him a little bit more clearly now. The um the crystals they're even covering his face. You can't even see his eyes. You can just the lower part of his face is not covered. Really, the only parts of him that are not covered are the, the hands himself, the hands themselves, and his mouth. So you assume like the things that move more get tend to get less of this um, crystal growth on them. And he goes, "Yes, Miss, I can do that." And um. Out of his uh, his tank, his like a little spider tank, um, two compartments open and two laser rifles come out and he grabs them and gives them to you and says, there you go, chaps. Oh, good. Yes. Yes. Uh, I know how to use this. <laughs> what are those again? Laser rifles? Yeah, in terms of damage. Sorry, the pistol is 1d6. What's 1d10. It? Is it the same as the rifle that... I use, uh, oh, that, I guess we can just look. I don't yeah. think it, yours is a laser rifle. It's not the same because it doesn't have like auto fires. Yeah. But I think the it laser does, rifle has yeah. the ability to burst fire. Which, but I think otherwise it's the same. So yeah. it's D10 plus two damage. Um, mm. That's, I think, your own attack damage. You don't add that. It's just D10. It's just D10. Got yeah. Got it. And then right. you have your own damage to it. I have modifiers. Okay. <laughs> and... Um, you guys are sort of situated behind these sandbags. Um, are you going to try and move the sandbags so that you can bring the um, the grav cycle into this open area? I mean, I feel like... Mm. Mm. So I'm feeling a little bit of sunk cost fallacy here because we didn't bring it all the way here. And I don't want to go all the way back and put it away. So like, I'm kind of pro bringing it with us, especially if I can figure out how to run over somebody with it again? Yeah, maybe we prop it up behind 
the sandbags and it like kind of pointed. So, so we can either use it to reinforce if they start breaching or we can move it back and go back into the hallway if we need to fall back. Okay, I'm on board. So uh, also just so you're aware, the um, I'll, I'll describe the the inside of this open area. So it, it, it's it's um, circular, mm-hmm. right? And in the center of it is this um, elevator that opens to one side. So th- there is um, an area that you can be behind it. Granted, you will be if they come out and try and yeah. like, pincer you, you will be like kind of surrounded. Right. But it is behind their viewpoint. And the um, the opening of the elevator itself opens directly to the hallway. So as soon mm. as you open it, you can fire into it if that changes anything. Interesting. No, I'd, I'd leave the craft cycle there. Alex is sitting up over kind of at the mouth of the hallway as far back from the room as you can get. Um, but still within 100 feet of people, <laughs> if possible. For, 100 for meters. Oh, that's a lot. That's, that's a lot, a lot, of, lot meters. of meters. That's a lot of meters. Okay. That's quite a bit. I'm yeah. gonna. Alex is gonna go back to the cafeteria and get a snack, but don't worry. He's still Excuse me, guys are gonna be fine. Do you have a pair of binoculars? <laughs> I'm gonna cockily blow past all of these kind of defensive plans and hard points and whatever. I'm just gonna summon my my gun in my hands and I'm gonna walk in. You're gonna be standing in front of the the, the firing sort of. Like the, well, the bags. Are, is it like do they control like opening the door or can I just like open the door? Um, so it, it, you can call the elevator, right? But uh, you can't like actively the... open it um, unless it's already here. Um, and if <laughs> no, you stand, I assume into... you don't want to stand directly in front of the sandbag. I would prefer that's where people are firing. I guess from. I don't want to get shot. So you can move over to the side. You can find some cover. So yeah. In so you are in within. The, I'm gonna um, be like in in, so. in in the scrap. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not hiding behind sandbags. Yeah, That's not my life. I think I'd like to go. Um, I don't know. I don't want to be all the way behind things because then if I try and shoot them, the elevator shaft's probably blocking stuff, right? You don't want to be behind things because what? So I don't want to be directly in the line of sight of these things because I am not like tanky McTank face over here. <laughs> so I'd prefer to be kind of off to the side. And I was thinking even like directly behind, but if you're directly behind, the elevator's kind of in the way, right? Yeah, it would obscure sort of your immediate vision. Granted, it would also obscure their, their vision immediate to you. vision. <laughs> I, could just, I could just take my bike over there and try for another surprise bike attack. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. Um, is there also anything... Um, Computer like, <laughs> besides me, besides me in the room, I'm looking for like terminal style things. Mm-hmm. So you you look around and there's definitely some ruined tech around. Mm-hmm. It doesn't appear to have any um, power to it. Gotcha. Um, so okay. it, just a reminder that this area is um, quite dark because there is no active lighting, um, and uh, on either side of the the sandbags. Facing towards the um, the opening of the elevator are two floodlights, um, just absolutely blasting them with light, so you guys can see what's going on in there. And through the reflections that are happening within the um, the room itself, it, it's you can it's a low light, so you can see what's happening in there. Um, but you're trying to also blind or Rodana, the person that you're talking about, is trying to do that um, along with uh, Zix. Okay, so um, if the torque is still there. Uh, is Rudana, is yeah. who that is. Um, I kind of want to hold up one of the EMP things and say, excuse me, um, is this on a timer? 
Is it pull the pin count to three? How does? Yeah, Rodana is the Ursum woman. Zix is. The I want that was the the Torque who who gave us the the guns. Yeah. Uh, are you talking? So um, the EMP grenades you're looking yeah. up at those. Um, and he looks over at you and says, uh, "Pull the pin, throw, wait, and explodes." Okay, that's all I needed to know, and that's what I want to ready. Like I, I, I want my first scene to be when the elevator doors open. I'm just gonna chuck the the thing in there. Okay, so you're you're sort of ready in that action. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to go directly behind that. Uh, so the way I'm envisioning this, which I just realized might be incorrect, is the elevator being in the center of the room? Yes. Okay. It is in the center of the room. Great, great. So then I want to be directly behind, like on the back part of the elevator shaft. So we're in the grape and we're looking at the straw. <laughs> You're not in the grape yet. That's it, towards no, the, the okay. center of the station. You guys are actually more towards the, the tip of the straw. Like, depending um, on, like, what the material's made out of, like, if it's all glass, this is a terrible plan. But I'm looking to, like, be against the back wall of the elevator such that I'm exactly 180 degrees away from where it opens. Okay, so y- you are you are taking the, I'm going to I'm go gonna behind take them. The, yeah, yeah. I'm going to okay. take the behind them route. Okay, then I guess um, I'll be right next to the doors, but, like, not in the line of fire, just kind of standing to the side okay. as they open. All right. And I'll pull out my, my melee weapon. My eye, my eye beam. I'm going in. All right. Beat him to death. Now that you guys have... Alex is behind cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Alex is not fucking Alex around with this bullshit. No, no, no. He's, he's, That's uh, a good plan. It's a good plan. And so, the, the, the this alarm was going off as mm-hmm. you guys were all doing this. The, eh, eh, and it stops. And the um the, the red light stops. And you guys are are huddled in your your various positions, Micah, slightly off to the side of the doors, ready to bounce bounce in. Alex behind the uh, the bags with Rodana and um, Six and Nona with the grab cycle. Um, I I think we would have had we would have had to take time to drag it over and do all, all right, that so stuff. It's just you. So no, just me. Um, just you behind the elevator itself. Yeah. Blaring stops, just gets deathly quiet. And you hear the of the elevator. Ding dong. <laughs> Fantastic. Like Cabin in the Woods. I was really yeah, exactly. hoping for that. And as it opens, that's where we're going to end today's oh, session. Boy. Okay. So we'll start the next one with some fighting. Okay, okay great. Alex loves fighting. Yeah, that's that's his character. <laughs> Far away from it. It's heading up behind the sandbags, please. I can tell I'm gonna get bodied immediately, but I yeah. don't care. I just I want this. I'm amazed that you guys are just like, yeah, we're gonna stand in front of the robot for. <laughs> I'm standing behind the robot. Uh, well-